Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we learned Parasha Tetzaveh. Tetzaveh means to command and um, it's, it's a beautiful parasha in which uh, Hashem tells Moshe how to light the menorah, to give oil to Aaron for the menorah. He also guides him and he commands, me, commands him in the garb of the Kohen and the Kohen Gadol of the priest and the high priest, how they should dress. And, um, and there's many other commandments he gives Moshe in regard to the functioning of the, of the Mishkan, of the tabernacle. Today I'm going to concentrate in the personalities of Moshe and Aaron and how these two brothers were able to bring the Jewish people to love God, to, to worship God, to serve God with awe, with love, with reverence and also in unity. And uh, it says here from the teachings of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, it says that Moshe is true and his Torah is true. And this comes from Talmud Baba Batra 74a. And be of the disciples of Aaron, one who loves peace, pursues peace, loves God's creatures and draws them close to Torah. And this comes from the Avos from Pirkei Avot 112. So we see from here that the formation of the generation of the Jewish people that came out of Egypt it had really one leader who was Moshe Rabbeinu. He was the epitome of leadership because he was the most humble person there has ever been. He was able to take the Jewish people out of Egypt and it was him who received the Torah from God in Mount Sinai and taught it to the Jewish people. And it's, it's to Moses that God addresses his introduction regarding the making of the tabernacle. He's the one that gets all the specifications of how to build this, uh, this uh, Mishkan in the desert. Nevertheless, the Jewish people were hands-on in building the Mishkan, but it was Moshe, the one that received the instruction to do it and uh, how to do it. And it is Moses who feeds and nurtures and guides the people of Israel for 40 years in their sojourn uh, through the desert before entering the Promised Land. But uh, a closer look into reading this parasha of uh, Tetzaveh, we see that the Torah accounts reveal the leadership of Israel to have been a team effort. We see that uh, Moses was actually number one, but right next to him was Aaron. And he wouldn't have been able to fulfill what he had to fulfill if it wasn't because his brother Aaron was right next to him throughout this whole journey of taking the Jews out of Egypt and traveling with them through the desert for 40 years and eventually uh, they, they die in the desert right before the Jewish people are to enter the promised land. So when Moses confronts Pharaoh, is together with Aaron because Moses felt he had a speech, a speech impediment and he felt he couldn't talk well and um, God tells him take Aaron with you he will speak for you and uh, and we see here who plays a major role in performing the miracles and bringing on the plagues that force the release of the Israelites actually is Moshe Rabbeinu but all the time Aaron is right next to him and many times he's the one that begins the plagues so when God commands his first um, mitzvah to the Jewish people 
it addresses it to Moses and Aaron and this mitzvah was to create a calendar for the Jewish people beginning with Rosh Chodesh and a phrase that often appears in the Torah means the, the many it says God spoke to Moses introduction to its laws when the people complain it is to it is to um, to Moses and to Aaron so every time he's speaking to Moses he's speaking to both of them because uh, the Kohen, Aaron, is, is as important in the functioning of everything that goes around as it is Moses. So we see that they address their grievances when Korah builds this rebellion against them. Actually, the rebellion is against Aaron because he wants to be the, the, the high priest. And so we see that through the 40 years, Moshe and Aaron are inseparable. They're like, they're one. They're one, one unity, one unit. So what is striking about Moses and Aaron's uh, relationship uh, is that Aaron does not fit the familiar molds of the right hand of a, of a leader of a, or the second in command because uh, he's not a, a, a clear-cut division of Moses. He's a complete different entity than Moses. His relationship with the Jewish people is a complete different relationship than the one that Moshe has with the Jewish people. They're two complete different ways of relating uh, to, to the people in, and also in the way that the people re related to them was the way they related to God. So we see from here that, uh, that they are not actually, one is an extension of the other, but they are two people that are working for one purpose and they complement each other. And we see this, I'm gonna get out a little bit into a different subject, but Shalom Bait, marriage, is about that. It's not about one couple being the same and, and thinking the same, eating the same, doing everything the same. It's about two individuals that are working for one common purpose and each one of them complements the other. So this is what Aaron was. He complemented Moshe with what he lacked and Moshe complemented Aaron with what he lacks. So indeed, there is a Midrash that reveals that original Moses was destined to be the Kohen Gadol, and Aaron was destined to be the Levite. And God reversed the roles when Moses refused to com his commission at the burning bush. So when Moses encountered the burning bush and God was giving him this humongous task of leading the Jewish people out of Egypt and he didn't want it, he said to God, I'm not fit for it, I don't think I can do it. Because of this way of thinking, because of this um, attitude, Hashem took away from him the, the Kohanim, the, 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 the role of the priest. So according to this, the brothers' roles are not only interdependent, but they're also interchangeable. So from here we learn also that nobody is uh, so, so needed. Like everybody has something special to give to the world and everybody's special and important, but God forbid a person goes away from this world, there's someone, someone else that will take that place, that will be able to fulfill that role. So we're interchangeable too. People are not uh, the, the, the ultimate in the world. We are all important for what we have to give and what we have to do, but we have to always keep in mind that our roles can be interchangeable too. So the construction of the tabernacle and the service in its case in point, in the parasha of Tetzaveh, 
We read how God assigns to Aaron and his sons the responsibility of conducting the service in the Mishkan. They are to represent the people in the endeavor to approach and interact with God by offering sacrifices to him and performing the other services of the sanctuary. So they were the ones that really run the show. If you look at the way the Mishkan was run, everything was done by them. The lighting of the menorah, the sacrifices in the Mizbeah, the going into the Holy of Holies on Yom Kippur, everything was the incense, the burning of the incense, the shulhan, and the showbread that they ate on Shabbat, everything was done by the Kohen. But nevertheless, everything was commanded to Moshe. So we see here that the, uh, that the tabernacle as Aaron's domain, yet as mentioned above, it is Moses who must construct the tabernacle. And it is Moses who must initiate Aaron in the priesthood. So it's through Moses that Aaron's role can be revealed. And, um, and we see from here how important it is that there's always one that initiates and then there's someone else that uh, follows. So we see here, that the opening verse of Tetzaveh offers a striking example of the interwovenness between Moses and Aaron and the rules. And it says, you, says God to Moses, and he doesn't mention God's, uh, Moses' name. It's interesting because this parasha of Tetzaveh, the name of, of Moses is not mentioned ever in the, in the, in the Torah portion. It, it's alluded to, but it's not mentioned. And it's because when uh, Moses saw the Jewish people uh, sinning with the golden calf, and God wanted to erase the people, he said these are very hard-minded people, like let's just erase them and we'll create a new people with a new book. Moses said to, to Hashem, if you're going to take away these people, then you might as well erase me from the book too. I don't want to be a part of it. So because he said this in this parasha, and actually uh, this week, the 7th of Adar, is Moshe Rabbeinu's yurt site, his anniversary of his passing. This parasha, in particular, the name of, of Moshe is not mentioned. So every time that it says you, it's meaning Hashem is meaning Moshe, but he never mentions the name. So it says, you shall command the children of Israel that they bring you to pure olive oil crushed for the light to raise the ever-burning lamp. And this, um, in the, this is, a, is, a, is a very important message that God conveys to the Jewish people, that we should always have uh, with us <clears throat> oil. We should always have pure oil, and the pure oil really represents the essence of a Jew, which is really the essence of, of God, and that it should always be burning. So when it says that Aaron and his sons entrusted with the task of lighting the menorah, yet the oil for the lighting must be brought to Moses. So we see that they're the ones that light it, but the oil has to be given to Moses. Indeed, in these two verses lies the key to understanding the partnership of Moses and Aaron in the leadership of Israel. So in Exodus 4.27, the Torah describes a dramatic, dramatic reunion between the two brothers at the foot of Mount Sinai, 60 years earlier, as a young man of 20, Moses had fled Egypt because, if you remember, these two Jews were fighting because 
they were not getting along and Moses had killed an Egyptian the day before because he was hitting one of these Jews and when he approached them to tell them that they should not be fighting that they're brothers they look at him and they say to him the matter has been known like they knew that he killed the Egyptian and he fled Egypt and he went to Midian and that's a whole different story but he fled Egypt and now the 80 year old shepherd now he's 80 years old 60 years have gone since that day is back uh, is on his way back to Egypt having been commissioned by God to redeem the people from from slavery and God says to Aaron go to the wilderness and meet uh, Moses and he met and they met in the in the mountain of God and they kissed so the Midrash describes the, 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 this kiss as a co in cosmic terms it, it, it describes it in a very a mystical way what it means in Psalm 85:11, it says benevolence and truth are met together righteousness and peace have kissed benevolence this is Aaron truth is Moses righteousness is Moses and peace is Aaron so from here we see that they each one had two very important ingredients that were very detrimental in the forming of the Jewish nation and not only the Jewish nation a home your children a business any relationship any dealing with people you need these four ingredients you need benevolence and truth and you need peace and, and righteousness and you need these things to be able for things to be holy and to be uh, dealt in a, in a high way so Moses and Aaron were, Aaron were commissioned to create a people who would serve as God's light unto the nations that's a if you look at that that's a very big load like imagine you have to create a people that you're going to build in their heads that they're going to be responsible for the rest of the world and that they have to live up to who they are because everybody's watching and people are going to follow in their footsteps and this is humongous a humongous endeavor yet the Jew must can and does straddle this paradox it's a paradox and our daily life is a paradigm between the divine absoluteness and the temporal world so God is asking the Jewish people that they live in a material world where they have all these uh, temptations but nevertheless they have to always be righteous and they have to always stand up and be a, a light unto the nations it's a it's a very hard job to 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 undertake so the two sides of this paradox are expressed in the above quoted verse from the beginning of the of Tetzaveh the people of Israel are called upon to raise an ever-burning light it, a lamp that is eternal and unvarying yet this lamp must burn and shed its lights from evening to morning so the the lighting of the menorah which the Kohen used to light uh, from in the morning for example and it would burn till the night and at night he would have to light it again so it would burn till morning like he had to burn and burn and burn it could never be uh, extinguished it had to continuously be burning and um, and it says that uh, within the ever-changing conditions of a temporal world in which darkness and light alternate this is what the, the, the Torah is telling us that even if we live in a dark world even if sometimes we go through hard times and darkness in our life and sometimes we have beautiful light years 
nevertheless if you're in the dark time or in the light time you have to be burning you have to have that menorah going on and 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 Moses we see from here that Moses is the source of the pure oil this is why it had to be given to him and he would give it to Aaron because he is the source of the pure oil because his truth his truth and and that that fuels the everlasting lamp so truth is what is gonna keep us going and Aaron is the one who introduces this light into the form into the from evening to morning reality and um, and to forge the nation nation that was straddled with this paradox required representatives of these different divine forces at play on the one hand the attribute of truth and righteousness with which is Moses and the other one which is Aaron which is peace and benevolence so you need both you need these two forces to be able to con to continuously have a burning lamp so Moses is the teacher of Torah and he conveys the, the divine wisdom and the will of Hashem that's his job he, he brought down the Torah from heaven he taught it to the people he taught it to the elders the elders to the prophets from then on we've been learning Torah from our parents from our from our teachers from Chabad.org from livealittlehigher.com from the Sihas of the Rebbe or or any Torah uh, that we can get our hands on and we have been learning from that, that day on continuously the Jewish people have been learning Torah through the last 3,500 years because one teacher brought it down from the heavens and gave it to us and then we have Aaron who spearheads the human effort to serve God by uplifting to him the materials of his creation with the benevolence and love so Aaron is the one that gives the Jewish people that love towards Hashem he gives us fear and love of God this is his, his job to imbue in us these two feelings and everything in the world moves through fear and love there's a lower level of fear which is I'm scared that if I do this this is gonna happen to me but there's a higher level of fear which is that if I do this I'm gonna be farther away from Hashem and I want to be close to him so it's two different ways of relating to fear and there's a lower level of love which is I love you it's about me what I do for you is because it gives me pleasure it's about me and then there's a higher level of love which is you I love I do for you because it's for you it's not for me it's for you so we see this two ways of love and fear in the world and and, Hashem, and and Aaron is the one that imbues this this love and fear into us and we need both these are two wings that we need to have healthy so we can rise above so we see that Aaron is called Shushvinin which means an escort of the Jewish people he's the one that fits the passion the love of God the awe of God the reverence of God he feeds a Jew the joy of, of serving God he gives us that 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 joy to fulfill Torah and mitzvot and it's connected to a, a, a term called Ratzo there's two two terms in the Kabbalah which is Ratzo Veshov and this is something that we all need to be able to exist Ratzo Veshov is an energy that goes in 
and comes out, goes in and goes out. It's the way the world survives. The ocean goes in and out, the heartbeat goes in and out, the lungs, they go in and they go out. Everything goes in and out. If one thing just goes and doesn't come back, it's gone. If it comes and it doesn't go back out, it's, it's finished. It doesn't have movement. So uh, Aaron is Ratso. He's the one that go. He's the one that throws us into the love of God, into the service of Hashem with awe and reverence. This is what he gives us. He gives us joy. This is the power that we need to be able to connect to Hashem. If a person doesn't have awe and love of, of, of Hashem and passion and joy, he's not going to serve God. It's like a relationship. You know, the, the boy likes this girl. He wants to go out with her. So he, he first sends her a nice card with some flowers. Then he takes her out to a nice restaurant. Then he buys her a nice uh, bracelet. Then he takes her out for a walk. Then he does things for her to make her fall in love with him. But then comes Moshe. And Moshe is the, 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 the shove, it's the return, it's the, the one that gives us the truth of the learning the Torah, the truth and the righteousness, and he is the one that, that completes the unity between God and the Jewish people. So when we're able to come back to go beshov, to return to our essence, to who we really are, which is a pinkele, pinkele mamesh piece of, of the of the true essence of God that we have inside of us. So then we are able to come to a point where we can nullify ourselves and really be connected to Hashem. But to be able to survive this, we need to go back into the Ratzo. We need to go out. So we have to go in and feel that Nirvana moment in which we feel such a connection with God that we almost feel that we don't exist, that we're just one with Him. And then we have to come back and serve God with love and with joy and with passion and with awe and with reverence and with everything we got. So, so we see from here that the, these, uh, these are the stages that we need to keep that lamp going, uh, that we need always to redirect our, 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 our meaning and purpose in life into understanding why we're here, what's our true true purpose which is to be a light, an ongoing light, not only for the Jewish people but for everybody that when they see a Jew they see Hashem within him and that people want to connect to that, people want to be righteous and people want to be people that live with love and with benevolence and with righteousness and with all these attributes inside of them. So I leave you here. I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you. Thank you.